0: Radio to you. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Boxing Day. Happy Festivus. Oh, come on. That's it. I'm out of here. Rad Radio. Whatever.
1: Uh, got a few uh, emails here. Rad at radradio.com. Yes, talking again about best Christmas ever on Netflix. The <laughs> second most watched show on that damn streaming service. Uh. Chris says, hold on now. There's a solar-powered hot air balloon and an illuminated Christmas sleigh decoration? Does this hot air balloon have a battery bank if the sleigh is illuminated? Is it night? How do you see the lights in the daytime? Yeah, it, they don't explain anything. It's nighttime. There's no way the sleigh can be illuminated because they don't explain. Yes, did they plug it into the solar-powered hot air balloon, which is working at night? They don't explain anything in this stupid movie.
2: Wasn't there, like, a big star on the balloon? Yes. Yeah. And before Heather knew it was the balloon. Yeah. She was driving through town and thought she saw like a big star in the sky or
1: christine says i'll be honest i couldn't even get through the trailer yeah i wish i never Uh... would have started this whole thing (laughs) becky says i had fomo yesterday hearing about how horrible best christmas ever is so while working from home i turned on netflix the movie was so boring that i actually started working and being productive you guys are right about everything in the movie from the dollhouse to the hot air balloon the dumb monkey that is in every scene for some reason The cherry on top was the Virgin Mary dancing to Santa Claus as coming to town during the Christmas pageant at the end. I I didn't I don't think I got that far.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I fast-forwarded. I, I,
1: the best part of the movie, uh-huh. other than the ending, is they they actually had let Brandy sing at the end, and I was reminded what a gorgeous voice she has. <laughs> That's about it. By the way, uh, the most popular thing on Netflix by like a three to one margin is this Leo show. Uh, it's a kids thing, an animated musical comedy that stars Adam Sandler as a lizard named Leo. Oh, cute. who's a fifth-grade class pet at a Florida school. Bill Burr plays his friend and fellow class pet, a turtle named Squirtle. (laughs) Cool. Other characters are voiced by Jason Alexander, Rob Schneider, and Sandler's real-life daughters. Oh! If I understand the plot correctly, Leo the Lizard, I don't know how he finds out. He's only got a year to live, so he wants to break out and get outside. Well,
2: he's 74 years old.
1: Okay. Yeah. And so, they all die at 75? Well,
2: I think is, this is the this is going to be the sad part of the movie, of course, because this lizard gets out, and he, he helps all these kids. And at the end, spoiler alert, I'm sure he dies. Oh, like, I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm just assuming because you're, they're really playing into the, this lizard's old, everybody loves him, so you know it's going to be like that heart-wrenching ending. Oh
1: so I guess- I What's guess my prediction? There's a terrible teacher that he's helping these kids get away from. I was And I was, I'm hoping that the ending is that somebody like the Rob animal looks at him and says, dude, just because your average lifespan is 75 doesn't mean you're going to die. You're fine. And then he goes on to live for 15 more years. Well, that'd be great. <laughs> um, we got this note from uh, Jill. <laughs> Says, I just finished watching Best Christmas Ever from start to finish.
2: Whoa, well, in one sitting? Yeah. That's my, amazing. My
1: cat was contently sleeping on my lap, and I couldn't bring myself to disturb her. Afterward, <laughs> I was curious as to who the director was and how she could have created such a bad movie with such campy acting. Oh,
2: God, it was the female director.
1: I did some research, and it seems that 72 year old Mary Lambert has mainly directed films in the horror genre, which might explain the horror of Best Christmas Ever. <laughs> Maybe now, so close to the grave, she's searching for redemption from the horror that she helped create. Whatever the reason, for best Christmas ever, it definitely lived up to the rad conversations of the last few days. A whole mine of coal is in the stocking for this one. It's time for me to take a shower. Yes. (laughs) I I felt
0: dirty after this. I seriously thought it might have had to do with the actors' strike and the writers' strike for Mm. a while, and they just rushed things through and put it out for the holidays. Boy, did they rush it through. Yeah. Uh,
1: Carly says, I agree with the rad team on Best Christmas Ever. It is a horrible movie that I've actually watched twice. Once before the on-air discussion started and once after hearing the mixed reviews thinking maybe I missed something.
2: What are you doing to yourself?
1: At first I took Best Christmas Ever as just another dumb Hallmark type movie made by Netflix to put on in the background of making Christmas cookies.
2: I take offense to using Hallmark movies next to this movie.
1: But I couldn't put my finger on why there was not one shred of the film that truly grabbed my interest. The second time around I still couldn't figure it out and why this did this movie suck out loud and why were some people raving about it? <laughs> After hearing the Rad Team's review on Tuesday, it hit me. It's the acting, but specifically Brandy's character and her blatant and incessant flirting, as Rob put it. Yeah, that was just a stupid storyline. And Dawn's right. It goes nowhere. Nowhere. But it continues well into the movie. It's weird. Where, where they make it seem like there's going to be an affair. There's going to be something that... No, nothing. Wah, i
2: Yeah, I'm, all of their acting. But since the, this person brought, brought up Brandy, the scene where Heather Graham's character comes in and she's lost her job... Wasn't it? Yeah, where the Brandy's sitting at her office mm-hmm. chair or something. It, her response Oh no. Like it is it was so like terrible. Like it was not like your Shocked or stunned or even care. It was the worst response uh, y- y- of acting.
1: We could pick oh out the worst scene for each one of these actors, oh, yeah. including the children. Oh yeah. And I don't think we would ever agree on who was the worst performance <laughs> of of this this movie.
2: They all get the gold medal it, for that. It, it, it,
1: it was it, it's a stunning display of wretchedness.
2: And, and so <laughs> we talked yesterday.
1: Somebody somebody wrote in they had also watched the new <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Christmas film, Candy Cane Lane, oh, a couple people had, and somebody said it was worse than Best Christmas Ever, so I, I texted Kyle and Dawn yesterday as this movie wrapped up because I was so angry <laughs> at how it made no sense, and then oh, and then Kyle brought up Candy Cane Lane yeah. and said he was going to start it, and I thought, that MFR, he just threw the gauntlet down. All right, fine. <laughs> So uh no
2: you didn't. Uh, you too. Oh my well, yeah, I had watched it in two parts. Yeah, okay. And so
1: I, I think we had a similar reaction to it, although I, I do wonder, Kyle, how much of us thinking anything good about it was because we had just watched uh, you know, Ugh. we still had I I still I had just watched you still had Best Christmas ever ever on the brain. Yes. Uh, because look, it it's not worse. It is not worse than That's Best good Christmas news. ever. Mm-mm. But it's not good. <laughs> It's, it's not, I see you made it through and, and I, I stopped like, I, and I got pretty far, I think like an hour in or so. I was like, this is devolving quickly and it just gets very weird,
0: not funny. And it's not good. You thought maybe kids would like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought that maybe it was made specifically for kids. I don't think like if you put it on and adults are going to watch it, they're going to have a chuckle and be like, Oh, Eddie Murphy was so good. And he had some funny lines. I think it's more Eddie Murphy did this role. And he's like, it's for the kids. If you're, I don't know, maybe five to twelve years old, then maybe you can find it um, funny or something you'd like to watch. But other than that, I, I yeah, it, it, it wasn't great, but yeah. it was definitely a thousand, maybe five thousand times better than the best Christmas ever because there was a storyline. Yeah, they did follow it. Yeah, and the people could act.
1: Yes, it, it's just all not worth it
2: so i mean do you guys feel like maybe you got a little of your life back of that time no Mm. no because of eddie murphy
1: no no because i I, like i said kyle has a better impression of candy Lane than i do and and i think kyle nailed it that eddie murphy who i still love and respect i'm going to give him a mulligan on this he was he was viewing it exactly that way it's for the kids he and he's thinking about his kids as he's acting it and it's terrible and he knows it's terrible But he's thinking if anybody over twelve likes this, they probably need to be put on a list somewhere. So it's just it's just not. It's just not great. We are getting emails about Leo, which is overwhelmingly the most popular thing uh on Netflix. And uh let's see. I, how can I read these? Um, then you have, uh Christina is so funny to spoil spoiler. they date the spoiler. Like we watch it uh, on so, well, I mean, Brandon, Brandon's prediction is wrong. That's what we'll say. That's good. Yes, that I guess I'm just good. in a yeah. way.
2: When I saw the trailer this morning, I thought, "Oh no, this is going to be a oh. gut wrenching thing mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. get all you mm-hmm. love the thing and then it dies."
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's so it's, it it apparently ends well. People Did, are saying cause we don't want to spoil it for anything. You know, we <laughs>
2: had a lot of the we had to endure those type of movies growing up. These yeah, kids absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're all scarred at least once or a uh, half a dozen times for everything from old Yeller to the Lion King, for yeah, God's sakes.
0: Yes. When right. did they stop? Nemo? Two thousand two? In our day, Nemo would have died.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, they would well. A well the mall dies. They would have found him in a box. Already <laughs> already filleted. Yeah. <laughs> so while talking about all of this. Oh, man. Netflix's other new holiday film, or is it a holiday film, Family Switch, or is it just a new movie that, that came up? Uh,
2: is Family Switch with uh, Jennifer Garner?
1: Yes, it is a, it is a Christmas film. Yeah, it is. that okay. one is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it stars uh, Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner as a married couple with two kids, a boy and a girl. And then through some sort of holiday movie magic, it's an accident in a planetarium or something, Ed changes bodies with his son, and Jennifer Garner changes bodies with her daughter. And people seem to be pretty hot or cold on this. I don't know that anybody's loving it, but some people say, oh, you know, it's, it's fine. cute, maybe. And others are just saying, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not so good. It's terrible. The the trailer for, as a dude, the trailer looked awful. And I like Ed Helms. <laughs> I was like, no, not, not, I am not going for the trifecta of hatred to, to watch it. It is going viral, though, because there is a scene where, remember, the, the mom and the, the daughter and the son and the dad have switched roles. And so now the, the brother and sister are pretending to be the parents right okay there's a scene where the brother and sister who are pretending to be their parents since they're occupying their bodies are basically pressured by other adults their parents friends to kiss it comes up with like some one of the adults says oh you're supposed to kiss 12 times a day to be in a happy relationship you know stupid hallmark storyline right hey and 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 then the the basically these adults start saying oh we don't believe you kiss that much a day. kiss 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 it's so stupid uh, and so, you know, and now it's like, oh, my God, it's kissing your sister, right? You know? But
2: it's Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms.
1: But it's not. Well, it is. Yes. It yes, is. Yes. yes, yes. It ki- is it is Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms as the actors, but they are in the movie. They're the brother and the sister. Okay. Okay. So I, they, they kiss. Right. Okay. And people are outraged because it's incest.
0: Okay. They did this with Star Wars back in the 70s and no one was mad. But, we still so had brains
1: it, in the 70s. Yeah, it is isn't
2: incest.
1: It's not even close. First of all, it's a goddamn movie.
2: Right, that's why, yes. Second
1: of all, it's two adults who are actors.
2: Yes, exactly. Ed Helms
1: and Jennifer Garner, who are being voiced by, like, not even voiced by the kids. They are, the, they, are, they are supposed to be the son and the daughter, act, but they're acting. They,
2: they, right, yes. People yeah, are, like, canceling their Netflix no, over if, this. If it was actually the brother and the sister... Being encouraged to kiss—that would be incest. Sure. yeah, yeah. Sure. If it, if well, first of all, if they were actually brother but and sister in their body, right? In but- their body, as before the switch happened, for whatever reason in this movie, they decided the brother and sister needed a kiss. Now we've got a movie about incest.
1: Okay, terrible, right? Um, no, because they're still actors. Just don't watch the movie because you don't like it. It's a, it's not, it's not a brother and a sister. It's a, it's a girl, and and a boy who who are actors. And who are playing a role, and for whatever reason in this movie would have them kiss. That's not what happened. But even that, that's not incest. Because it's a goddamn movie. This this is so ridiculous.
2: So for people, it's, uh, yeah, because you are a word person. So they should be saying it's what, uh, encouraging incest? (laughs) If it were the boy and the girl. Yes. Sure. If it were the boy and the girl,
1: yes. Fine. Look, I realize so many of you need things to be upset over. Because your life is so miserable, and you just have to fight. Fine. If that was what was happening. Sure. You could say it was encouraging incest. That doesn't really make a lot of sense because that's not how incest starts. But okay, if you would have to have that argument,
2: fine. It's Jennifer Garner's... Jennifer
1: Garner, the actress. And Ed Helms, Helms. the actor.
2: Grown adults.
1: Yes, they kiss.
2: And in that movie, you're visually looking at the two characters that are actually married. Yes, that is correct. So that's another layer to add to it to take away any... Bookiness.
1: But it doesn't because Netflix is <laughs> incestual. I, I I just can't deal with this society. Have you seen
0: the clip itself? Yes. <laughs> okay. So how how um how passionate was the kiss? Not Did at they, all. Not
1: at all. Because, okay. Because remember, it's Jennifer Garner and Ed Helm, Yeah. But it's not.
0: And they're so they're hooked out by it. They're like, it takes forever. And there's like, so you know. that's the opposite of incest. Now, if it was Ugh. different and they were like, oh, yeah, like I've been waiting to do this kind of thing, you know, then, then it'd be right, different. Right. They start locking lips and licking tongues and like, everything. Really
2: encouraging. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's not that. It's innocent. It's stupid.
2: Let's do, oh,
1: it's stupid. Let's do a quick holiday Christmas pile. Time, Christmas oh. time. I can't wait to-
2: Oh, man. Come on. Christmas fly. Christmas fly. I can't wait
1: till Christmas. There are only 20 days until oh, Christmas oh, morning. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, too. oh, 27 days until it's 2024. And 43 days until Dawn turns.
2: 54! Four? Is it four? It's I four. was thinking
1: this morning, I said, it's not
2: 54. Because we're going to be in 2024. 54 right?
1: sounds so much older than
2: 53. Oh, it does. Wow. No, it really does. It, d- it sounds. It does. Geez. I'm
1: dawn's uh, birthday is january 17th it's
2: two crazy things happening i love aging 54 (laughs) sounds way older than 53 and it's the age my dad died so i kind of feel like i'm gonna die i don't know it's like reaching an age that your parent was when they died this is a thing okay that went dark no this is a thing with people where they reach the age their parents died and they're like my god am i gonna live past that age oh my god i'm gonna live that long My mother's eighty-three or four. Yeah, my mom was her late seventies, so you know, oh. hopefully. Oh, my, my grandparents God. were almost ninety. Oh, my dad is ninety. Please don't <laughs> let me live that one. But you know, if oh. God rest my soul, it's mm. my time. How are you
0: feeling, Brandon? <laughs>
1: alive. <laughs> you sound alive? <laughs> All right. Uh, the Hot One Hundred. That's the Billboard chart. It is. Uh, it ranks. The songs each week. It figures out who the number one song is in in the country by ranking radio airplay and all the audience that hears it, sales data and streaming activity. It's this big formula they put in. That's how they figure out what is the song that the overwhelming majority of Americans are listening to in any given week. And that's how you get the number one songs. Oh, and now out, outside so of out on this, <laughs> no, not this one, because outside of this time of the year, it's just the most popular song for yeah. the most part, or something that might go super viral. Uh, because of whatever reason. When, when, uh, when, uh, what, who's the Whalen fellow in uh, country music? Oh, Morgan Whalen? Yeah. Morgan Whalen. When yeah. he went viral for, for saying the N word and was all caught on video, his songs all shot through the charts and, and you know, uh, it th- went good publicity, bad publicity, things like that. Uh, however, this time of year, every now and then, back three times in our history, one particular Christmas song will become the number one song in America. It's happened twice before. Hmm. Uh, the Chipmunk song. Oh, no,
0: no. Yeah. Uh,
2: no. The
1: first no. year, the first no. year that was out, uh, and then of course, and it's happened many times. Uh, but it happened again in 1994 when Mariah Carey released "All I Want for Christmas Is You," oh, and yeah. it happens over and over again with so that particular did. song. Yeah. But now, just the third holiday song to hit number one has just happened this week. It was recorded in 1958 when the artist was just 13 years old. Oh, yeah. And it has reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for the first time ever becoming the third Christmas song to ever become number one in a week. Brenda Lee, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is the number one song in the country this week on the Billboard Hot 100. Rockin' around. Still nailed it.
0: Christmas tree. That's a fun song.
1: She did record it when she was 13 years old. She sets the following chart records: longest run to number one, took 65 years.
2: Oh, God. Never hit number one. I'm so sorry. Did you say she's alive? Oh yeah, she's alive. So she's lived to see it. Yep. Yay!
1: Uh, also, the longest span of number ones because she actually, she it's been 63 years. She had four months and three weeks because her first number one was I'm Sorry on July 18th of 1960. And now here she is Yay! on December 5th of 2023.
2: Partay, uh, girl! Yes.
1: And she becomes the oldest person all time to hop the, uh, top the hot 100s. She uh, surpasses for women. Cher, who had the record uh, at uh, for being 52 years old when Believe went number one. That record was broken by Mariah Carey when at the age of 53, All I Want for Christmas, went number one again. But now at the age of 79... Yeah,
2: yeah! Whoop, whoop, go
1: girl! Brenda Lee is not only the oldest woman to top the Hot 100, she's the oldest person, surpassing Louis Armstrong, who was 62 when Hello, Dolly! led in 1964. Woo-hoo. Who rules the world? Girls. Hey, if you guys got to tell yourselves that, we're fine with it. <laughs> the ones who rule are always fine with everybody else saying, yeah, you're right, yeah. That's... Just let's have yeah. it for a
2: second. Uh, of course, the...
1: 20 days to go until uh, Christmas. Christmas is on a Monday this year, which means one of the greatest gifts that we get is an entire Christmas weekend of football oh. so that you can uh, plan ahead. Remember that on yeah. Saturday the 23rd, you'll get a couple of games, a 1.30 game and a 5 p.m. game. Ugh. You'll get a full slate of games on Sunday, Christmas Eve day, the, oh. the usual, 10 a.m., few games at one, and then, of course, your Sunday night football game at five. These are Pacific time numbers. And then a triple header on Christmas Day. What? Just what? like Thanksgiving, oh. you get to have Christmas all day long. <laughs> with the
0: football uh, in the
1: morning the raiders are on
0: Raiders.
1: at 10 a.m and then at 1:30, uh, the number one uh, uh, seed right now in the nfc the eagles play they host the giants that game will suck and then oh. in a legitimate <laughs> a legitimate potential super bowl matchup on christmas night at five o'clock the baltimore ravens will be at the san francisco 49ers oh,
2: that'll be on for sure in <laughs> our oh god
1: <laughs> it is a whole day uh, of it, christmas football good
2: question and maybe it, this isn't possible because of the time of year. It. But from my understanding, on Thanksgiving, there's like teams that always play, like the Lions and the Cowboys. That right? is correct. Like always, always. Yes. Okay. Is this what's happening on? Are they making that a thing no. on Christmas? No,
1: because they don't yet. They have not yet. The NFL has not expanded to where when Christmas is on a Wednesday that they suddenly roll out a football <laughs> game. <laughs> Give them time, but they haven't done that yet. We're gonna play the pressure cooker right now. Uh, if you uh, win, you get a free 30 day membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. And you're qualified for one of the two grand prize drawings that will be held on Friday, December 15th. So not this Friday, but next Friday. You can choose, you will choose, which of the drawings you want to be eligible for. Either you might be able to win the company party at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island in Sparks, Nevada for up to 50 people in the VIP Bowling Garage, four private bowling lanes, taco bar, prime rib catering, $2,000 value. Or you can be in the running for a pair of second road courtside seats complete with access to the Lexus Lounge to see the Sacramento Kings and the Detroit Pistons on February The 7th. The Pressure Cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. got to get five right in 30 seconds, and none of that matters unless you're Caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18. Plays The Pressure
0: Cooker. Rob. Anybody. anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. Anybody. And Dawn Show.